0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. Credible's goal is to help people get out of student loan debt. If you've got student loan debt, you can benefit. With everything that's going on in the economy, student loan refinancing rates are super low right now. With a lower rate, you can save on interest, lower your monthly payments. That's more money in your pocket. And with a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster. Consolidate all your student loan bills in one place. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been after refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders. It only takes a couple of minutes to check rates. Checking rates doesn't impact your credit. They never sell your data, so you won't receive spam and phone calls from dozens of lenders. Please visit Credible.com Dan, that's C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E, Dot com slash dan and when you refinance your student loans using this link, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Fill in a couple of pieces of info. Check what your rates are eligible for. Again, Credible.com/dan. Take advantage while rates are still low. Refinance your student loans. Start saving now.
2: Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick.
3: Final hour on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Paulie and I coming from the Man Cave here, the home office, while Seton's at home. And he's been cooking up something on his Traeger grill this morning. McLovin in his apartment and Fritzy in his office in his house. Got a busy final hour, Brian Baumgartner. The uh, actor, he played Brian in uh, the show The Office, which debuted March 24, 2005. He played Kevin in The uh, Office there. My bad. Katie Ledecky, the Olympic swimmer, will join us coming up as uh, her Olympics has been put on hold for at least a year. This program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way, the all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race, visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to the DP Show app, watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG driving performance. want to thank uh, the now over 100,000 people who have voted for Meet Madness the first couple of days. We played the 1-8 matchup, which is going to be a showdown there between Brandon in Ohio, Brian in California. The 4-5 matchup is Campbell in Texas, Max in Florida. Here's uh, Campbell with his Meat Madness song.
4: It's been one week since Meat Friday. Eating the week, wheat and been a real pain. Certain pills don't use from pain. And to me, Madness, I learned that the hard way. Six days of food is free. Eating like a
1: rabbit, vegetables, no meat. But today is my saving grace. So I have four jobs British burgers shoved
2: into
4: my face. Oh, the it's into a stand-up, I do to get. Up. he tried, but you're probably from the club And he thinks the worst myth Because he went to Dartmouth But he couldn't get any milk He comes, probably has just one night But you can't deny When it comes to voyages He's the only guy Only one left That he sees in If I could Always coming through with the soundbite How can I help it if the meat is delicious
2: Better than listening to Reggie Aloysius Flank steak is cinnamon on the trigger Herbs and spices
4: and all kinds of flavors I'm really sorry, Dan, don't come at me Because I got the recipe from Jenny Batchy Whoa, Whoa. Wait,
3: wait, wait. That's, beef, that's good writing there. Campbell in Texas throwing in the girl that got away from me, Jenny Batchy, and Paul with his one eye. That's good. If I was completely blind, no one can make fun of me. But having one, one eye, eye, it's no problem. <laughs> Max in Florida, his take on Bob Dylan. Ain't
4: no use in lighting up that charcoal. I have a Traeger grill outside that door. Me Friday is finally upon us. I need a beer, a burger, rotten, maybe more. I'm watching Dan and Fritz, and it tells an awful joke. It only makes me want to say, suck it now, back row." Mick Lovins on the bandwagon for the next best team I know. Be me twice, it's all
3: right. That's Max in Florida. And once again, you can vote on danpatrick.com. That's the 4-5 matchup. we got uh, four more songs to play in the final hour. We had Bruce Arians on, head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he joined us in the first hour, and what I found interesting is what he had to say about Tom Brady recruiting the Buccaneers. So this was like a week and a half ago when you guys first made contact?
5: Yeah, I think it was last Wednesday night around 6:30 because I, I was sometime in the evening.
3: I was wondering if he recruited you or you recruited him. Like did you get a feeling at some point? Wait a minute. He's selling himself to us.
2: Yeah, it really did. Uh, I really did. And that, that's probably what shocked me the most and got me the
5: most excited.
3: The fact that it was a week ago tonight at 6 30 PM. Eastern Tom Brady got on a conference call with Bruce Arians and the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers realized that Brady was recruiting them as much as they were recruiting him. And then he decided after that, he knew that's where he wanted to go. He, He called up Robert Kraft, went over to Robert Kraft's house That's quite an evening where you go, hey, I'm going to get on this phone call. I hope it goes well to I know where I'm going. Now I'm going to go over to Robert Kraft's house and tell him I'm leaving. And then you call Bill Belichick. All of that happened in the span of six hours last Wednesday night. So Brady did know where he was going before he went to Robert Kraft's house. McClellan, you got a poll question here before we get to Brian Baumgartner.
4: Uh, yes, I do. Uh, for hour three, is it okay to wear sweatpants when you are working from home? Yes or no? Well, are you on TV or not? Well, your wife said that, well, I guess because it was TV, but I think that's an ethical thing people are wondering about. If you wear sweatpants or not as motivated is what people are saying. Oh, I didn't notice that.
3: I, I feel oh. more confident and comfortable when I'm wearing my uh, warm-up pants. Yes, yeah, he yeah like i my plan was to wear sweatpants
2: every day, but then when I got up on Monday, I thought, You know what I need to take a shower and I need to put on jeans and actually go to work hmm. so i I used it as a sort of self motivational thing like I'm not home working i'm I'm going to work, and I needed that little switch to help me
3: but uh, well then why not put on a suit and tie <laughs> I could do that. You're not that motivated. No, I'm not that motivated. (laughs) Yeah, Paul. I read in the the
0: New York Times just a couple days ago advice for people from a psychologist about working from home. They said if you're in too comfortable clothes, you'll be more lethargic, more apt to lay on the couch, take naps, and so forth. And Mm. the routine of showering and getting Uh, in your work clothes will help you do
3: your job better from home.
1: I am loving wearing my sweatpants every day.
3: Yeah, I don't. I'm fine if you. I don't see you. I just see you from kind of the neck up here.
1: I don't feel any less motivated, or maybe I sound lethargic. I hope I don't, but I feel comfortable, and I think I'm at my best when I'm comfortable and swinging in the breeze, and everything's good.
3: You don't. You don't sound any more lethargic than you normally do. <laughs> so don't. And that's a shot.
1: It is a shot. Yeah, I know
3: is. that is a shot. No, but I
1: feel, I feel great. I'm really comfortable. I'm, except for my tight fitting shirt, but the sweats. This this works for me.
3: All right. Uh, we'll talk to Katie Ledecky, the great Olympic swimmer. She'll join us coming up in a little bit. And Paulie noticed that uh, March 24, two thousand five, The Office debuted, and uh, he, so he sent me a text last night. He said, "Hey, see if Brian Baumgartner, who played Kevin from The Office, can join us." And I sent a text, and Brian got back to me right away. And thanks for joining us, Brian.
2: Oh, I'm definitely in my
3: sweatpants, Dan. <laughs> what do you? What are they you, are so comfy. What are you watching at home? Uh,
2: what am I watching at home? You know, I just watched that dumb shit. Someone said, "Oh, this is the thing to watch while you're quarantined." Uh,
3: tig- Tiger, you know, yes, I, I started. Oh I couldn't get through it. I, I, I just couldn't do it. I said, I, "I'm God not, bless this, you. I'm not this desperate for entertainment." And I just, I watched about thirty minutes. And I went, "Nope, I cannot do it."
2: Very, very good call by you, Dan. Very good call by you. Uh, um, but you know what people are watching, I think, is The Office.
3: Of course. You know. How many times do you, because it's played all the time on Comedy Central, uh, Do you, when's the last time you said, eh, you know, i watch an episode? You know, i
2: um, I watched them all, uh, and I uh, often do not watch myself. I watched them all when they aired. Um, I don't know if you know this. The first couple of years, we all watched them together. We would go to each other's houses and watch the episodes because we were so excited about the show. Um, and then when it really took off, we got to be, we were often filming when the show was actually airing on, on television. Uh, but I watched every episode as it went through. And then I would kind of catch a scene or an episode here or there about six months ago, six, nine months ago. I went back from episode one. I watched the whole thing all the way through. And I, I just I, I, I was just so delighted. I, I loved it. Your, I, it. It really holds up.
3: What's your favorite episode?
2: Wow, I mean, I think for for me, there's a lot of other things tied into it. I think for pure comedy, uh, it is very difficult to argue against the injury where Michael burns his foot on a George Foreman grill. <laughs> Pure comedy. I think that one, that one is hard to beat. Uh, I'm very fond, but I think part of it is also like, you know, there are other outside factors that are in. There was a two part episode called Stress Relief, which you know, if you just watched it on Netflix, you didn't know this, but that episode aired after the Super Bowl, uh, and that was a that was a real special one. That one is where Dwight does the fake fire drill. He lights the fire, and everybody goes crazy uh, Stanley has a heart attack and we do, uh, CPR on people, which I don't know if you heard that. That saved someone's life. Did you ever hear that story? Someone, someone in Arizona driving along the highway, I'm, I'm kind of making up some of the details, but basically pulls over. Someone's having a heart attack on the side of the road.
3: And Michael's singing a song.
2: Michael's singing a song. No, no, no. I'm talking about in real life, in real life, this guy in Arizona, comes across someone having a heart attack on the side of the road and he doesn't know CPR but he watched The Office and so he, he did the, uh 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 stay in alive stay in alive and the guy stayed alive the ambulance came and and the office saved at least one person's life
3: yes yeah. uh, we're trying to uh, talking to uh, Brian Baumgartner, who played Kevin from The Office how did you get your voice on The Office you
2: know, it 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 kind of uh, it kind of developed. I would say, you know, when it when it started out, you know, my character of Kevin was was you know sort of modeled after the character of Keith on the British version of the show, and so the character sort of started there. Um, but the the writers and, and Greg Daniels are genius showrunner wanted you know wanted the the cast to be larger wanted more voices in there and so as the writer started writing for me and um and began to find his certain sensibility i don't know but it, the it, actual
3: it, voice that you use you you dumb yourself down but is that, that a, your idea
2: well, yeah, I'm a trained actor, Dan. This is, <laughs> my bad. You know, this is, yeah. In my bad. But people do get surprised when they hear my voice for the first
3: time. I was when I ran into you, I think, at the Dallas Super Bowl. It was like, hey, how are you, Brian? And then you, when you spoke and I went, oh, wait a minute. You expected, you expected me to be like, hi, Dan, how are you? I'm a big fan. Right? I, does, how often does that happen when they see you? Hey, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Do the Kevin voice?
2: Oh, a lot, a lot. Or, and the other thing is, like, it's it's you know the the Goodfellas, the Joe Pesci thing. Like, what am I, your clown? But people will come up and be like, oh, just say this, say this for me. Say, say Kool Aid Man. No, I'm not gonna say Kool Aid Man right now. Do the Kool Aid Man face. Was uh,
3: Steve Carell the first choice?
2: Um, You know, Steve Carell became the first choice. It was, uh, it it basically got down to, uh, as I understand it, uh, Steve Carell and uh, the very, very, very brilliant actor who's done incredibly well for himself, Bob Odenkirk.
3: Better Call Saul. Better
2: Better Call Saul and
3: Breaking Bad.
2: Yes. Yes, he would have been. He would have been a slightly, uh, probably a slightly smarter version, right? <laughs> you know, like like Bob sort of has that. Like I, I, you know, I get things. Whereas whereas Michael Scott with Steve Carell a little more naivete, right? Like a little. Um. Yeah, not quite as with it.
3: But there are just so many of those. When you put your feet in the ice machine, the wedding episode, we've had you on to talk about the chili episode, the basketball show. Did those guys know you could play basketball?
2: No, the basketball, that 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 was the – I mean, it was the first season, but that's probably my most proudest accomplishment. I, I, I sent messages at the time to, like, my old high school buddies who, you know, like – uh, ended up becoming athletes or whatever, like, hey, have you made 13 in a row from free throw distance on national television? No, no. I'm not sure many have, really. I mean, anyone. I think I'm up there with Jordan.
3: That's pretty good. Was there a script where you went, uh-oh, this could be disaster? The chili. Really? I would have thought diversity day because that was like the sec- oh. that was second episode, yeah. wasn't it? You know, I will – truthfully, the
2: on, on Diversity Day, when we were filming Diversity Day, um, and, you know, we were all still getting – it was the first episode we had shot one episode, we shot the pilot, and then we went away for, you know, essentially six, seven, eight months. We got picked up. We came back in Diversity Day with the next script. And as we were filming, I swear to you, as we were filming, I said, you know, I don't know if people are going to give this show a chance. But if they do, man, what we are doing is something pretty freaking special because the way that that um, we were talking about, you know, a serious, obviously, topic in America, you know, race in America, uh, it just wasn't done on television. Really, you, you, you could say going back to like All in the Family with Archie Bunker, like like addressing race uh, in a in a comedic but serious way Um I, I was just so tremendously proud of that episode. I, and, you know, some people say, you know, we did 200 and whatever episode, you know, 200 and whatever half hours of television. And our second episode, it was early and characters were still finding themselves. But it could have been our best one.
3: Yeah. And don't take this the wrong way. I, I hope there is no reunion. Like, I, I like when things, I don't like sequels to movies. I, I, this was so iconic. This was spectacular. And I don't need to do a reboot here.
2: Yeah, I, I, I you know, who knows? I mean, I, it, truly, like if there was any information, I well, I probably wouldn't tell you right now. You but, might text it to um, me,
3: but you wouldn't tell I me. Right
2: might, I, I, I might text it to you, but I, um, I'll tell you. It, I think w- why it keeps coming up is by basically any metric that you can calculate, it is the most watched show in television right now. And we haven't filmed a single scene in six years. Wow. I don't know if you saw this statistic. On March 15th, now, you know, we're going through a, a tough to- time in this country. But on Saturday, March 15th, 249 million minutes were watched of The Office. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it, you can't even... I I think the last year that they released was uh, uh, 2018. 52 billion minutes watched. I mean, by any metric you can calculate, it's it it is it is it is more popular than ever. I mean, I have 12 year olds, 13 year olds, um, you know, coming up to me all, and I'm like, "You weren't born." You weren't born when I was, you know, had Italian on my forehead and, and acted like an idiot in Diversity Day. Like, you were literally not born. It's crazy. It's
3: crazy. And well, it's like Friends. You know, Friends has a, a, a new life in a, a new generation following that show as well.
2: Yes, for sure. Yeah. It's, you know, and it's, it, it, you know, I think that the, the crazy thing for me is, I I think we all like I remember when we when it was when it was starting and we were saying like, oh, you know, there's I don't know however many million people who work in an office in America. Right. So this has got to appeal to some people like and 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 now it's so not that it's so much the younger people that I think at the time we, we started making it was not even a considerate like we weren't thinking about that because by the way like spoiler alert a lot of the people in the cast maybe all of them didn't look like tv stars right like think about friends think about friends that's true and then think about that us.
3: That, that is true that, that, yeah. Yes, yeah
2: and we were and it was like you know someone told me you know at that time if you if you were not very young and very attractive it was difficult to get on on a comedy on television and you know, it's it, it's what it, what has happened to it is is crazy, and it's really fun, and and I think ultimately i it it holds up, and I'm proud of it, so that makes it that makes it okay.
3: Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, congrats on all the success with that. The Office debuted March 24th, 2005. Brian Baumgartner, who played Kevin from The Office, good to talk to you again, Brian.
2: Dan, always my pleasure. Stay safe, my
3: friend. All righty. We'll take a break. We'll get to your phone calls. Katie Ledecky, the Olympic swimmer, will join us. We'll talk about the disappointment of the games being postponed. And uh, she'll join us coming up next. It's uh, approaching 20 after the hour. We have more Meet Friday songs as well. And make sure you check out all the gear we have. Uh, Dan Patrick Show. Go to danpatrick.com. And we got some stuff for you on sale and some new. We've got some Tom Brady T-shirts in there as well. Uh, we got a lot of fun things in there. So, uh, you got some time, explore it. We'll be back after this on the program.
1: Do you own or rent your home? Sure, you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners' or renters' insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. All right.
4: If you're like most of us, you carry a balance on your credit cards. And if those cards come with high interest rates, you need my friends at Lightstream. It's so easy to lower your interest rate and save with a Lightstream credit card consolidation loan. Get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience. And that's exactly what they deliver. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. And there's absolutely no fees. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. All you have to do is apply today to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Dan That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Dan D-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. Lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick. If you want to lower your interest rate and save, you have to get a Lightstream credit card consolidation loan, and you get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with autopay Lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick.
3: More Meat Friday songs. We'll have Meat Madness coming up. You can vote on these. DanPatrick.com. I think we had about 200,000 who voted last year. We're already at 100,000, and uh, we're still sorting our way through the first round. And we'll uh, get to your phone calls as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Also have a stat of the day coming up. Katie Ledecky, kind enough to join us. The six-time Olympic medal winner, five golds and a silver. And, of course, the Olympics have been uh, postponed until 2021. Katie joins us now. Katie, thanks for joining us. How did you get the news about the Olympics?
5: Thanks for having me. Uh, Yeah, I I woke up yesterday morning and... Checked my phone and had uh, an email about it and saw some, some tweets about it. So, uh, woke up yesterday morning and knew right away and could kind of see it coming over the last couple of days. So, wasn't too surprised. If the
3: Olympics were going to still be held, what would you be doing today?
5: Training hard. <laughs> um, you know, this is a crucial period of, of training typically for us. Uh, our Olympic trials were scheduled for end of June with the games beginning about a month after that. So uh, I would actually be in Colorado Springs right now training at altitude, but I'm uh, at my apartment in uh, the Bay area. So what are you going to do? Stay inside most of the day and do some uh, dry land workout and uh, just watch some TV and read and, do a few other little things around the, the apartment.
3: But I, I know that there's a bigger picture with what's going on in the world, but, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10 disappointment level, where are you?
5: Oh, um, you know, it's kind of hard to, to gauge that, I guess, somewhere in the middle. I mean, it's frustrating and disappointing, but we all understand the bigger picture here and this is uh, you know a, a pandemic. It's a global issue and Almost every country has been impacted. So my immediate focus is the well-being of myself, my family, everyone around me, and um, I'm just able to control what I can control. And when they tell us when we're competing, I'll hopefully be there.
3: You've been great on social media. You've been sending out a lot of positive messages. Uh, What made you think to, to do this?
5: Yeah, I think we all have to remain upbeat, and I think uh, a lot of people my age, especially, um, you know, I'm 23 years old, and I've seen some college students not necessarily following the guidelines the way they should be, and I think we need to continue to get the message out that the social distancing is really important and we have to follow the guidelines that the medical professionals are are telling us to follow, and uh, we really need to take those very seriously. What's the longest
3: amount of time, days or weeks, months, that you've been out of a pool?
5: uh, Typically at the end of each season I take about a week and a half to two weeks off. I've never really taken much more than that. So uh, we'll see how much time I take off uh, before we get back into some really big training now. It's it's okay to take a little bit of a break. uh, We know that this is kind of an extra year that's being tacked on and it's going to mean an extra year of really hard training. So we can kind of use this time as a mental reset and physical reset and know that we'll be ready to go once we get back into full training.
3: And preparing for this interview, I was watching video of you swimming, and I, I was just trying to understand, like, what makes you that great where you can lap people that you're swimming against? Wait, what What do you have that other swimmers don't have, Katie?
5: It's... Uh, <laughs> It's a lot of hard work, and it's a lot of hard work over a lot of years. You know, I think a lot of people watch us swim at the Olympics, and they think it's a once every four-year sport. But um, it's every year for us. There's something, and now I guess it's once every five years. But what (laughs) do
3: you do uh, so well? Because I, I, you know, I don't know the technique, and, and just as a novice, I'm looking. You do something special, you know, more than anybody else. A lot of people work hard and train hard?
5: Yeah, it's, it's technique. It's the aerobic base that I have that I've built up over a lot of years. I started swimming when I was six years old, and I think I was very committed from a, a very early age. I always went to practice, would get there early, and I think it sounds silly, but I think I kind of built up some really good endurance from a young age, and I had great coaches that taught me the right technique and kept kept me very healthy. I've never had any any injuries. I've just been able to go to practice every day, and I don't know, I guess I've had this determination that maybe swimmers when I was younger maybe didn't have, and I, I kind of used that to establish a really great base from the, a young age.
3: You competitive at everything?
5: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of keep most of my competitive edge for my swimming and try to have fun when I do anything else that's somewhat competitive. But I try to avoid <laughs> competitive things outside of the water. But if we're, we're playing, playing a, in grade. if we're playing I a board I'm game, in fourth grade playing uh, basketball in gym class. So
3: <laughs> yeah,
5: I love I love board games.
3: Yeah, but if we played, are you going to be competitive? Like you're going to go for the kill?
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I've, I've had a, a lot of competitive travel games with my brother.
3: Where is your trophy room?
4: Uh, I
5: don't have one. <laughs> um, you know, growing up, I would keep all of my ribbons and medals and shoeboxes under my bed. So I guess that's my trophy room.
3: You must have had a big bed.
5: <laughs> yeah, a
3: lot of shoeboxes. And where are your medals?
5: Uh, they're at home somewhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, do you really not know where they are?
5: No, I, I do. They're okay. on the East Coast. I'm, I'm on the West Coast though right now. Okay. So. All
3: right. Do you, do you ever well, take them out? I do have them
5: around. Do you ever take them out? I take them out for various events. I think, you know, something that I, I really love to do is is share that gold medal with other people. And uh, it's, it's really cool when you show a little kid a, a gold medal and their face just lights up. Uh, you can just see it instantly. So I try to show it to as many kids as I can.
3: Michael Phelps says that he his friends will borrow his.
5: <laughs> I've never done that.
3: <laughs> well, he does have a lot of medals, though, to let his friends borrow. He
5: does. Yeah, he does. yeah.
3: Do you think that that number is attainable for you? Is that a goal? As competitive as you are, you want to go after Phelps's number?
5: No, that's not. That's not a goal of mine. Uh, I have my own goals and. I focus more on on times and uh, each race. I don't think about a huge medal haul. Um, I, you know, you said I have six medals. I don't even really count it that way. I just kind of uh, take it one race at a time.
3: But how important is swimming to you? As far as how long do you do this?
5: Yeah, it's it's a big part of my life. Obviously, I I train in the water 10 times a week and do weight training on top of that. So um, it's a lot, and I hope to be competing for many years to come, um, I think at least through 2024 and kind of take it year by year. But um, I'm excited about what the future holds.
3: I use floaties. Is that is like water wings? Is that cool?
5: Yeah,
3: man, that's cool. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, Katie.
5: <laughs> I, I approve.
3: All right, you're very you're very sweet. Uh, hey, it's uh, great to talk to you. Congrats on your success, and, uh, you know, we just have to wait an extra year to see you in the pool. But thank you for all the things you're doing on social media. I think it's great. And uh, belated happy thank birthday. You. I think it was, what, last week you turned 23. Yeah, so a little
5: bit of a different birthday this year, but
3: thank you. <laughs> all right, that's Katie Ledecky, the Olympic swimmer, a six-time Olympic gold medal. <laughs> Michael Phelps says, yeah, i let my friends borrow them. He, they may not return them, and he might not know. Yeah, Paul.
0: You're right. I've been watching these Katie Ledecky YouTube videos. And you remember watching the Olympics watching her live. But then you're watching the second best swimmer in the world is getting smoked by her. She's, I, I don't know how many yards away, 20 yards yeah. away, it's 15
3: yards away. That's what I couldn't understand. I'm watching it going, okay, I have to ask her, like, what does she do that? It's not that she's just winning. And it's not just hard work. Like, there's something else that, you know, is a technique. And, you know, I was never a swimmer because I didn't want to put on a Speedo. That was the only reason. It's like I, I that, that that to me, I did that for everybody who was at the, the meets. Uh, I did that for them, that I didn't want to get in the pool. But, uh, yeah. She's done some great things, and at the right bold age of uh, 23. Let me get some phone calls in here. Reggie in Washington. Reggie, I apologize. I know you've been holding for quite some time, and I hope you're still there. Hey, no problem, Dan. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, my question is, uh, since you guys are talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I hope my Philadelphia Eagles kill them this year. Wow. Um, uh. W- Jameis Winston, yes. you said he's going to be a backup somewhere. Yes. Why can't he just resign with Tampa Bay and be uh backup behind Tom Brady? Feels like they need to move on, and he needs to move on from that, Reggie. Uh, I, I know what you're saying. You get an older quarterback. You get a younger guy. You know, Tom's job is safe, and Jameis can learn from him. Bruce Arians liked him a lot. I think he really liked him personally, it's just – he knew he couldn't win consistently with Jameis there. And I, I don't I, – it feels like that's one of those that both parties need to move on. Uh, Eric in Oregon joins us. Hi, Eric. What do you have for me today?
5: Good morning, Dan. How are you? Good, sir.
3: Good. What do you have?
2: Six one one eighty five. 185. Yeah, I uh, realized just how hard up for sports I was yesterday. I'm flipping through channels and stumble onto – Major League, and
0: as soon as I hear Bob Uecker scream, the Indians win it.
3: I started bawling. Oh, come on, you did not. I absolutely did. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> just seeing all the
2: all the work they put in towards towards the seasons just to come to fruition
3: right there. I absolutely lost it. It's a movie, though, you know that, Eric. It's not a documentary. I absolutely did. I no, no, it should be though. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Wow, you're kind of hard up for anything that's uh, emotional. Brent in Nebraska joins us. Hi, Brent. What do you have for me today?
1: Hey, six foot 180.
2: Hey, I was calling in. There's a Meat Friday song that I don't think is getting a lot of love from you guys. Okay. And I just wanted to point it out. Uh, ben from Michigan with the
1: Eminem sound alike song that is also known as Without Beast. Not getting any love, and he calls out Tregulators from last year. Yeah.
5: So, I don't know. There's something that needs to be mentioned about his song. I don't know if
3: we uh, played that, though, Brent, have we? We got to that region yet? Uh, It's in the uh, Kansas City region, so maybe I don't. I guess you guys haven't played it. No, we haven't. That we'll try to play that tomorrow and uh, give that a little extra love there. But uh, thank you, Brent, for that heads up. I remember when we played it, I thought it was really well done. thought it was great. Yeah, Seton.
2: Yeah, the, the seeding here is continues to be pretty controversial. Mario. Um, yeah, yeah. But
3: when you have this many great entries, uh, what are you going to do, right? I mean, the difference between a 1 and a 3, yeah. I don't know. It's pretty close. Well, we're finding a 1 and an 8 have been really close as well. I mean, there are just that many great songs there. Caleb in Oregon joins us. Hi, Caleb. What do you have for me?
5: Again, 5'10", uh, a few pounds heavier from um, so being stuck inside I just uh,
2: had an idea of what you can do with all the stuff in your attic
3: Okay. right now with uh, so many people struggling you can put that up for auction and uh, donate uh, the proceeds to you know a lot of people who could use the money and I think as the uh, idea creator I think I should probably get I don't know all the gloves sent to me just uh, for coming mm-hmm. up with this idea. Yeah, it's very nice of you Caleb very very nice very charitable of you I have so much stuff, but and plus I can't. I'm not allowed to do that. You know, we're 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 looking at raising money here on the show, um, but I we're going through some legal hurdles here a little bit. So, you know, just trust us. If you followed us, you know that we mean well. Have a good heart. But uh, I I have junk back there that I took out of the attic that I'm like anybody wants. Ninety percent of it. It's ninety I mean it's good content there, but ninety percent of it is just I just keep everything. And there's a lot of stuff that you know, another man's junk is another man's gold, but uh, I think my junk is just my junk, basically. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> Something like
0: that. that? Didn't Thoreau say that the first time? I,
3: yeah. yeah. did Jimmy Theroux. Jimmy Thoreau. Yeah. <laughs> My junk is is my junk. I think it's Walden. Walden,
5: and he's in the woods thinking about his junk.
3: My junk is my junk. All this
5: junk that he's missing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Robert Waldo Emerson, Ralph's brother, who also had some great things to say there. Some of the great writers. Ted Emerson. Yeah, Teddy Emerson. Ted. (laughs) (laughs) My junk is my junk. Sounds like a T-shirt right there. Yeah, get a little punchy here. Yeah, the we're corner. on a roll. Yeah, we are. Uh, today's uh, scoreboard winner is Sir James in South Carolina. Is that right, Todd? That is correct. 29 the numbers were to 2. 29 to 2. So it it's on 29, 29 and, two.
1: and 2. It was 29 and 2, so we don't give away whether it was a record or a jersey or whatever, but 29 and 2 with the two numbers.
3: Yes,
0: Pauline. Uh Two is for Cam Newton. 29 is the number of teams that aren't interested in him.
3: Wow. 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 I think I'm right, though. Wow. what What's the uh, what's the uh, numerology there, Todd? It was
1: actually the season record for your
3: date and flyers, 29 and 2. All right. We'll take a break. More Meet Friday songs. You were close, Paulie. Really close. We'll take a break. Meet Friday songs, what we learn, and what's in store tomorrow. Final uh, chance for phone calls right after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Do
1: you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com.
3: This just in from the Meat and Madness Bracket Committee. Official statement, quote, I am standing by the committee. Uh, Like any bracket, there will always be controversy. Suck it, chat row. Officially, Mario. You don't want that group mad at you? No. Well, Mario is mad. Mario is mad because people are mad at him because of the seating on uh, Meat Madness there. But uh, that's his official statement. Like any bracket, there will always be controversy. Suck it, chat row, signed, Mario. All right. I mean, Mario has spoken. A little sensitive here. Uh, I want to give uh, some love to uh, Maine Cabin Masters because uh, we had Ryan on. Uh, this was a few months back, and uh, we really like him. I, I watched uh, then that uh, that show as often as I can, Maine Cabin Masters. It makes me almost want to move to Maine. But uh, they're going to be doing a couple of test shows on HGTV tonight at 10 and then next Wednesday at 10 o'clock. So they might be moving to a new home. And uh, so they asked us if we could uh, give a little support there. And uh, we'll do our best here, Ryan. Thank you, Paul.
0: I think I spend more time watching them than just about any show on TV. I do.
3: I I watch them a lot. Uh, Building Off the Grid Alaska, I'm pretty good with that as well. All right, I got to get some Meat Friday song. Carolina Region, 3 6 matchup. Here's Jeff in Albuquerque with Papa Roach.
0: Cut my week into pieces. Hungry, but not for sports. Starvation, no eating. Don't have a fork, and my gut is succeeding.
3: Man. (laughs)
0: Meat Fridays in Milford (laughs) Polly does love his sweetness But when we hit Friday It's meat smoking and feeding Bone and chuck, pink warm and bleeding Do you even care if it's dry season? Would it be wrong? Would it be right? To say my weight, my height Now bookings are very tight Chrissy is out of sight And I'm building up an appetite Cause I'm taking a bite, bruising the brine, losing the fight, the enemy's online. Wish Costas would tell me I'm fine.
3: <laughs> That's great, Jeff. Jeff in Albuquerque. In Here is uh, the sixth seed, Tragedy Mask in Iowa, with an original song. <laughs> <laughs> We've never had anything like that No, before. we have not. No, we that, have not. That's completely original. Here's uh, the number two seed in the Carolina region, Will in Oregon, with John Mayer.
5: BP's got meat on his plate. Nick Love has got against green. C10's got nothing to do. Just hit me with play of the day. Yeah. Oh my God. Life. 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 One steak to every vegetable Your sauce is so, oh, so good One piece of yummy brisket Baby, a bad fridge
1: On a trigger grill Five seconds to soccer <laughs> That's
5: folly You want a disaster That's fancy in. That's Mario. To be a sausage, be <laughs> All right,
3: Will. That's Will in Oregon. Sure that one John Mayer? Uh, Will in Oregon, a number two seed going against Brian in New York with Rick Astley.
5: We're no strangers to drive You've got some meat. I think that you would understand. I'm never gonna give me up. Never gonna put me down. It so nice it's good for you. All right. never gonna die to Browning. It's gonna do.
3: We'll take off on Rick Ashley. Never gonna give, never gonna give, never gonna give. Yes, Todd, you look like you're Deep and fun.
1: I I just love that song more than you should. Whenever Rick gets when we get Rick rolled, I get I get I get worked up. Like
3: you, you actually like that song. I really do. Yeah, the original there. Uh, I like all his songs, Paulie. This day in sports history, I thought he only had one song.
1: No, he's got. We've got better things to do tonight. She wants to dance with me. He's got a few songs. All
3: right, Paulie.
0: This day in sports history. Not a good one, so I went back to this day in movie history. One of the worst football movies a lot of people think was released this day in movie history in 1988. Johnny B. Good, starring Anthony Michael Hall, who I'm a Mm. big fan of, and Robert Downey Jr., who I'm a big fan of, and Uma Thurman, who everybody
3: loves, Mm. but it's just considered a terrible football movie. Mm. This day in sports history. Go around the room. uh, What we learned today. Todd, what did you learn?
1: I learned that Teddy Bridgewater was Bruce Aarons plan at QB if Tom Brady did not.
3: McLovin. Your junk is your junk. Yes it is. Yes it is. And nobody else's. Seton O'Connor Junior the third.
2: Pesht is more of a place you would live when you were younger, but Buddha you actually retire to.
3: We learned something today, didn't yeah. we? That Buddha Budapest. and Pesht are separated, I believe, by the Danube. And that becomes Buddha Pesht. Paulie, what did you learn on today's show? Katie Ledecki works out ten days a week, she said. Ten times 10 a week. Ten times a week. I've heard days, like, no. how's that possible? Yeah, that's why she's an Olympic champion. Todd, what did I learn today?
1: We all learned over 100,000 of our valued listeners and viewers have voted over the past few days on Meet Madness.
3: Thank you, Todd. What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. Support for the Dan Patrick Show is from LegalZoom. It's important to know the benefits of setting up your business the right way. Good thing LegalZoom can help. Their network of independent attorneys can answer questions and provide legal advice. To learn more, go to LegalZoom.com. We're here for you. Hopefully we made you laugh a little bit, give you a little bit of diversion, and we'll try to do it again tomorrow here on the Dan Patrick Show.
0: Hi and hello, sports fans. Dave Damashek here, and uh, guess who's sitting exactly six feet away from me? Adam Carolla. And uh, we're both here to let you know your favorite Adam Carolla show segment now has its very own feed. Well, what about the injuries? And I go, that's fine, but what about being a p- your whole life? <laughs> We know the real reason so many people tune into the Adam Carolla show. So let's give the people what they want, Ace. I've seen pictures of him in Russia with a shirt off and he looks he looks pretty chiseled. <laughs> Enjoy all the good sports segments together in just one place. Make sure you subscribe to Good Sports available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and all your favorite podcast platforms. And <laughs> I don't want anything to do with performance enhancing. Just, you know, being a hero, you mm-hmm. know. That's what I'd like. Anything to add, Ace? No. Okay.